Svengulli is, I, I gotta tell you this. He is a pro. He was supposed to call at 9.30. Do you know when you called? <laughs> was it like 9.29? Uh, it was 9.30 on, on the, the dot. dot. Like, <laughs> okay. down to the second. You're a professional. How long have you been doing this? Like, I remember watching you when I was a kid, and you're on 32 when I was a kid. So... Boy, this is mean. I'm making him feel old. Uh, how long have you been doing? How long have you you've been doing this? Forty, fifty years. How long have you been doing this? About uh, next year will be forty-five years. Forty-five I started in 19, years. 1979 yeah. at WFLD. Yeah, it was thirty-two, and that's when you started. And I, I stumbled. I lived in Wisconsin, but we had the where you could turn the antenna with the little crank thing in your living room. We get Chicago or Milwaukee, and I would turn it to Chicago to watch you. Uh, do your thing. How did that come about? How long do you have? I have a lot of questions for you, Spangoli. <laughs> oh, we can take some time here. No problem. How did that come it, about? It actually started because of my being a fan of another broadcaster. Back then, uh, big name in Chicago broadcasting was Jerry G. Bishop. Mm-hmm. He was a great radio personality, and he worked as a staff announcer at uh, WFLD. And he started doing the... Friday night horror movies, just the announcements there, and started to do shtick with it, and it eventually turned into him being this character, Sven Gulli, and I was just a fan of his. And I, I always was, uh, you know, I just, just because I was a fan, I would send him jokes and material, and he ended up, you know, taking me under his wing, and he was the one that decided I should continue with the whole Svengoolie character, so you, you can blame him. You're Svengoolie 2.0, then, really, as the kids would say now. <laughs> How long did he do it, though? You've done it 45 years. How long did he do it? You, It's an industry with you. It's a it's a benchmark of American culture with you. Uh, how long did yeah. he do it? I think he did it maybe actually only about a year, year and a half. You don't even got to put the 2.0 on right. you. He was the beta version. You were the real <laughs> The so, beta version. So that's that's awesome. And I remember that you were on the U. And I, but now you're on MeTV, so it's like, that's like, is MeTV national? I don't, it, right? Is that a, because it's on in Milwaukee, it's on in Chicago. Is it national or is it, re, what is MeTV? It is. I love it. I it, love all the shows on it. Yola's young son, Jax, is getting into, we're now watching like, Happy days with it. We're watching all the old TV shows with him, and a lot of them are on MeTV. Is that a, it's a national thing, right? Yeah, it's actually a national network. We're seen in about I want to say ninety five percent of the country at wow. this point, and uh, it's great. I, I hear from people all over the country. Uh, it, it's it's pretty amazing to me. Yeah. Like the last Saturday night, our ratings were just huge all over the country. And, uh, you know, it's very flattering to me that people have taken to the show. And, you know, certainly nothing I would have even dreamed of back when I started. What were you thinking you were going to be when you grew up? Because this seems like it just kind of happened. Did you have a, were you going to be like a haberdasher or a, a podiatrist? <laughs> or I mean, when did you have a plan? What were you going to do? Well, actually, our high school had a, its own real FM radio station. I had that at my high school, and that's why I'm here, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and that was where I thought, you know, hey, I didn't know people could actually have jobs doing where this. Where did you go? Were you in Downers Grove? No, I was at uh, in Park Ridge Park at Main Ridge. East. Yeah, okay, Main yeah. East. Yeah, I, I've seen on, that station. On yeah, WMTH. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, that was when I thought, hey, that's cool. And then, of course, I was in the different drama stuff as well. And, you know, combine the two and, you know, frustrated actor-comedian. 
And uh, it just went from there. I, I, I never really thought, you know, that, that I would be playing this character. Not, not only was it a big thing being Svengoolie and, you know, you made a cottage industry out of it. And, uh, you know, and it's around the whole country now, just you. But it's been emulated in many markets. There have been many people that have tried to and some very well do what you did as Fenguli. Were you the first or were there other things going on when he did that? And and how do you feel about being emulated? Is it like, hey, that's my shtick? Or are you, is it a, is it a, a like a compliment to you? Well, actually, you know, the whole hosted horror movie thing started in the late 50s when Universal first made its, uh, its movies available to TV. And the first hosts were, there were like three of them that were pretty prevalent. There was Vampira in L.A. Yeah. There was Zachary in New York. And here in Chicago, there was a guy named Terry Bennett who played a sort of beatnik ghoul named Marvin. I don't remember Marvin. No, no. no, That was before all of our times almost. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, these things would go in cycles. They'd go away, and then somebody would start it up again, and there'd be, you know, hosts in various parts of the country. Then it would go away again and come back. And, you know, about the time that I was coming on, you also had... Elvira in in L.A. I've spoken with her. She was national. she was delightful. Yeah, yeah. She she made a big deal out of it as well. So I, what do you see for you for the future? How long are you going to do this? <laughs> That's a good question. I, Actually, yeah. people bring that up because very honestly, I'm 71 years old. Yeah, and people say, "Well, you can retire now." And my thought is, you Why? know, with Why? the show <laughs> at this point being the biggest it's ever been. And, you know, uh, the fact that I'm still healthy to some extent, and uh, it's still fun. It's work, but it's fun. I see no reason to stop now. So, you know, I've always said, unless my health takes a bad turn or if I just am not enjoying it anymore, that's when I'm going to stop. Yeah, it's Fanguli. If you like what you do, why? St- I, people ask me about retiring. I've done mornings for thirty years. I've been on the radio since '79. I'm like, why? This is what I. This isn't a job. This is what I do. Why? I mean, where would I go? What would I, if we could move at mornings to afternoons, that would be a delight. <laughs> but, uh, sure. Uh, but whatever. Now, a lot of the stuff, like, what are you showing now? Uh, some of the movies are so bad. Uh, and they're are they public domain? Did I, I I see TV stations showing movies that they must be getting for free, and that's why they're showing them to kill time. How how would what was that with the movies? Were the movies su- selected because they were horrible? Plan Nine from Outer Space I've seen a thousand oh, times, man. and I shouldn't have seen it once. Uh, <laughs> how are the movies selected? Well, at this point, we don't really go that much for public domain stuff. That ends up being used a lot from, you know, the people who want to be hosts in various media. Um, And what we do, we have contracts with distributors like Universal, 20th Century Fox, Warner Brothers. Uh, And the good thing about that is a lot of them have actually – remastered digitally their movies so they look absolutely great yeah and you know we we try to get them and we try to show stuff that most of the other people are not able to show and that's one thing i wanted to bring up earlier is since our success nationally it has kind of encouraged a lot of local markets to go hey we could do this ourselves and start their own horror movie shows 
So, but the thing is, yeah, a lot of them just opt for the public domain stuff that it's legal for everybody to show. And a lot of times those also are not in very good shape. Yeah. 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 The plan nine from outer space looks like somebody's showing it on a sheet off an eight millimeter, but which I guess that's the, that's the movie actually looks like that. Is there a movie? That's one. Is there a quintessential campy, bad horror film that is, you're just like, this is so funny. To show, uh, do you have a favorite to to malign, and do you have an actual favorite movie that you think is a good movie? Well, there was one movie that we had back when I was at uh, WFLD that I would say is probably the worst movie ever. <laughs> it, was, it was called Track of the Vampire. Okay, and it was shot partially in Los Angeles and partially someplace like uh, Croatia. And the great thing about it was neither side knew about what the other one was doing. <laughs> and then so somebody, then they, they the editor had to put them together and have a mix. That's this show. I have no idea. I'm not making that up. I have no idea what Lee is doing. And sometimes it's like, all right, I'll run with that now. So is that what they're like? All right, now we'll add our part to it. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. So that that was one of the absolute worst. And it had some awful stuff in it. It yeah. had like an eight-minute dance sequence of a girl <laughs> dancing on the beach. Okay. It was done with like a sort of, I don't know how to describe it, almost like a fly's eye where there were all these images of her. And then there was like a no-dialogue thing with a guy chasing a woman through the streets that, and finally to the ocean, which went on forever. In so that when scene, we ran so it, what was it called? What's that movie? Track of the Vampire. And when you ran it, what happened? Well, when we had that sequence, we redubbed it. And I changed the whole thing. Where okay, uh, you're you're altering the films. You're altering the films. Yes. <laughs> well, that one we made did. it better. Yeah. The girl was a swimmer, and the person <laughs> okay. chasing her was her swim coach. Oh, she did not want to do her, you know, exercise. Got to do your kicks. So you got to do your laps. Down, yeah. Got to the uh, got to the beach. And there was a bald guy there who I dubbed as Curly from the Three Stooges. Nice. And so, it, it, you know, and that went on. And the great thing about it is that the management of the station at the time, it proved that they never watched it because they never commented on they it. They didn't care what you – that's, again, this show. <laughs> we've been – Lee and I have been doing six months together. They threw us together because we were the leftovers of people that didn't get fired. I keep poking the bear doing stuff that I can't believe I don't get in trouble for. I haven't heard good or bad on anything. We have one rule that management has given this show is we're not allowed to stick things in our butt during the show. <laughs> that, I'm not making that up. That's the only communication we've received. So I'm glad to hear that you have that freedom as well. But also it's a little disheartening that nobody cares. The freedom. Is the freedom is nice? Do you uh, do you remember? I want to ask you, what's the Bella Lugosi film where the, when he died? And and, oh, and that's, is that that's plan, plan nine? nine. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's plan where nine. The rest of the time when they showed him, it was actually yeah uh, the director's uh, chiropractor, and he hit his face right behind like a yeah, Bella Lugosi. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's plan nine. Up over his face. Plan yeah. nine, you can see the the flying saucers have strings on them. Yes. Uh, so if you get Get a chance to check check that out. All right. Uh, so you're going to be at the Volo Museum. Now, Jim is here from Volo Museum. You know Jim from Volo Museum. Oh, sure, yeah. yeah. He said that you are absolutely horrible to your fans. The you're worst. very put off. <laughs> so mean. You're, you're such a mean person to your fans. No, but you, he said that you genuinely seem to still love, after 45 years of doing this, Sanguli still loves his fans, and you will sit and have actual conversations and and uh, and talk to your fans. Uh, it doesn't get old. 
I don't have fans, so I don't have to understand. I don't. That's not a thing. I. But it doesn't get old, or it doesn't grind on you at all to go out and just be everybody's pawing at you and wants a piece of you. And you seem to still appreciate your fans. Well, it, it is kind of cool because again, you know, look how long I've been doing this, and people will come up to me, and the various comments are, are the, first of all, thanking me for still doing it. So it, it means something to them. Yeah. And then the ones who say, and I always like to tell this story, they come up to me and say, I used to watch you as a kid, and now I watch you with my kids, yeah. which I take as a huge compliment. Yeah. And the good thing is I don't get pawed because Jim keeps everything in line there. Right, everybody's behind and the cordon. It's right. always nobody, real well organized. Nobody lick the sanguli, please. <laughs> All right. That, that's, I get that, too, but you, you're – and it is a compliment. I get people that come out – here's where it gets weird, weird, is I used to listen to you with my dad. I listen to you now with my kids. It's three generations, so I feel crushingly old. You're getting grandchildren. You're getting four or five generations, aren't you, that are watching you. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And then they show up at the uh, at, at the, the Museum. That's that's what I was, really, you, I was you've really got surprised you know, by that little itch. kids who are there, and they're thrilled to see me going all the way through to senior citizens. And uh, it's it's kind of overwhelming to me that so many people would come out and and they stand in line. Jim will certainly testify to that. They will stand in line and wait for you know a half hour or more. Way more than that. Hours just to get there. to come up and and say hello, and that 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 means a lot to me. Yeah, yeah. I was shocked at the, the kids. I mean, the full blown fans. Not yeah. like I'm here because my dad loves it. Like they are into it. They can they name all the it. movies. They know you can all do the as a family. Yeah, and, yeah. and yeah, I keep looking over just from the backside as an entertainer. I know, like I know when you're like you're just going through the motions. But I'll look an hour, two hours in, I'll be like, are you are you good? And you're like, absolutely. Let's keep going. And yeah, you have I yeah. genuine conversations with each person, and that's something I appreciate. That's rare in this industry. Sanguli, we appreciate you taking the time to talk to us this morning. We, you have an open invite. If you're ever in Gurney Mills is where the studios are. If you're ever in the area, we'd love to have you in on the show whenever possible. And uh, we appreciate you taking the time. You can see him on MeTV. You have anything else you need to plug while you're here? What else do you want to mention? Oh, well, they would want me to plug that we're closing out the Spanguli Halloween Boo Nanza uh, Saturday night. We've got uh, the Night Strangler, the second of the uh, Carl Kolchak made-for-TV movies that led into the series. And then we follow that up with Trilogy of Terror, which is the one with Karen Black with three different stories. She plays a bunch of different roles. And everybody remembers that last story in which she has a little warrior doll that comes to life and runs around the apartment trying to kill her. So we've got that. And then all the way through Tuesday, uh, various series. We've got the scary episodes of them, stuff that's a lot of fun, especially on Halloween. Watch for the Andy Griffith show, the one called The Haunted House, because that's actually the basis for one of our most popular movies, The Ghost and Mr. Chicken. So it, it, it all <laughs> continues on. Svenguli, it is it is busy season for him. It's like yeah. the tax guy in the in April. <laughs> so I appreciate you taking the time to talk to us. We will uh, see you at the Volo Museum tomorrow. We appreciate you talking to us this morning. Have a great uh, rest of your uh, through Halloween, and thanks for talking to us. Great to talk to you guys. And, yeah, if I'm ever up in that area, I will definitely come by and say hello. All right, sounds good. There's Svenguli. Thank you, man. Okay, thank you.